0: You did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believe but us. Touchdown. We call Faithful. Nobody believe but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me along. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out go. west is Patina and when the style is so nitty. It's on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' ninas in they city. Take one, take two, take that like this. Oh. Yeah. Nitty-gritty, it's that is talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty-gritty, it's that is talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty-gritty, it's that is talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Hey. Nitty Gritty, this the Niners Talk Niners Talk, Nitty Gritty, this the Niners Talk Yeah! Nitty Gritty, Niners Talk back in the building Welcome to another episode of Nitty Gritty, Niners Talk, man It's your boy Breezy and my sidekick, Mr. Donnie Darko, man Sponsored by Shoot the Breeze Pod TV, man It feels good to be back We real good, right, Donnie? How you feeling, baby? We great today we great today. Too good. I mean, there's reasons why we're great today, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Great game. mean, you and, know and I have to do it on him again. Come on. I see. I, you know, it's funny because I'm, repp, I'm repping the the JG number ten. You know what I'm saying? The JG number ten, and you got the you got the Jimmy G shirt on because you know a lot of people. A lot of people was was throwing this guy under the bus. You know what I'm saying? All the trade rumors. Go get Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Go get this guy. Oh, we should have traded for Tom Brady. And 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 it was just like, yo, they ready. They ready to give up on Jimmy because he had one, or probably his worst game of his career. And there was no way that was gonna happen again. No way.
1: No. No. It was, it. it it was a noticeable difference too. And I was really glad yesterday. I think it was like the second quarter, nine minutes left in the second quarter. They took a little break to show exactly what happened to him and what a high ankle sprain does to you. And Absolutely. anybody that's ever had one knows that, that will affect you for a while. So
0: it will. And you know, the one thing I love about this nitty-gritty Niners Talk show is we kind of, like, get down to the nitty-gritty. But let me just rewind select so like the real one time. I just want to bring it back. Guys, we got some formalities we need to get to. We're changing some things up. Listen... Guys, if you're listening to us on that podcast, make sure you go to anchor.fm. That's your one stop shop for every podcast stream you need. It is there for you. That's at Shoot the Breeze Pod TV. All you got to do is type in Shoot the Breeze Pod TV, and bam, all the episodes from the Shoot the Breeze channel will pop up. And if you're listening to us, on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe and select the five stars. Don't make a mistake and select the four stars. If you do, I'm not mad at you, but slide that joint up over to that right and get that five-star selection. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you do that. Listen, follow us on Facebook at Nitty Gritty Niners. (laughs) Spell on all the way out with those spaces in there. Make sure you like and follow two things like and follow real easy we're also on ig man that's at nitty gritty niners we don't got the twitter popping because we kind of do our own thing with our own social handles on the twitter you know i mean so Make sure you guys give us a follow on Twitter as well to our own social handles. But we got our own YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to Nitty Gritty Niners, guys. Subscribe to Nitty Gritty Niners. Shout out to all of y'all that are subscribed to the Shoot the Breeze channel. I got a streaming on that joint for you guys to watch and all that good stuff. But make sure you subscribe to the Nitty Gritty Niners channel. And while you there... Smash that like button. I mean, smash it, pound it, whatever it is you got to do. Flip it, you know, kick it, hit it. Whatever you got to do, make sure you hit that like button, man. Give us that thumbs up. No, nah, I mean, we love it, appreciate it, and we appreciate you guys. And if you got some nitty gritty stuff you want to get down to, but you scared to talk about it on the air, shoot us an email. We don't have a problem reading your comments out here on the air when you want to get down to the nitty gritty, because as well, we won this game. But there's some nitty-gritty stuff we're gonna talk about about this team that we still gotta get down to. So I just want you guys to email us. That's at nitty gritty niners at gmail.com. So nitty gritty niners at gmail.com. Listen, if you want that apparel, man, that shoot the breeze stuff is fresh off the press, man. Just go to teespring.com and just type in shoot dash the dash breeze dash apparel and everything will pop up. And I promise you there's gonna be a segment on this show where you guys are gonna be able to call in and the number. Is going to be 475 549 7849. The text says, Text this number and you will appear on this show. We will give you a call once you text the number. Make sure when you call it, you text the number, guys. Put your name in there. I like to know who I'm conversing with. You know what I'm saying? And yes, I say conversing. Uh, That's the word. Uh, So, guys, got the formalities out the way, man. it feels real good, Donnie, because, you know, last night was a late night game. I think I'm running off for three or four hours of sleep, so it's pretty much the fumes. I don't drink coffee, Darko. I wish I had that Darko espresso you had on that sizzling Sunday show this morning. But um, unfortunately, I didn't have that in the repertoire, bro. But it was crazy, man. I, I It was crazy. Just being up, doing a nothing but Niner show. Two or three in the morning. I'm like, how am I going to get to work, man? But you know what? I was riding on the highest victory, man. Now let's talk a little bit. Let's get right down to it, baby. Let's talk about it, man. How are you feeling on today?
1: I'm feeling, uh, what's the word here? I'm feeling vindicated in everything we've said before. Um, Feeling great that we got that W. Like I said yesterday on Sizzling Sunday, man. This this. Damn. Losing this game would have determined the rest of our season.
0: You're not the only person that says so, that, Donnie. I'm uh-huh. real happy that. we got it. Yeah, and it's funny because you you weren't the only person. I've talked to numerous people, and they felt like this game was either going to be the start of the season, you know, to go on this, like, gauntlet run, or actually the end of the season. And speaking of end of the season, as you can see, uh, we won this game 24-16, to 16. We pretty much were in control this whole game. We're going to break down a little bit of the game. We got some highlights for y'all. We got some touchdowns. We got some good plays. I didn't want to put the bad plays up here, but we're going to talk about some of the bad things that happened. But before we get started with all that, Donnie, let's just get straight to the injury report because we got some injuries to talk about because there's one thing I know that the 49ers do consistently on the Nitty Gritty Show is they get injured. I don't know why, but they stay injured. And on the top of my list is Mr. Raheem Mostert. Who came out of the game? He went in the game uh, at the start of the second half, Donnie, and he ran one play and it didn't look good after that play. I mean, he got off, walked up on, you know, walked off the field on his own strength or whatnot, but he sat on the bench. He wasn't able to go uh, and he left with an ankle injury. And come to find out, Donnie, it's a high ankle sprain, bro. It's a high ankle sprain. So um, he's headed. He's likely to be headed to the IR. Likely to be headed to the IR. So we'll find out more about that. Also, injury in the game: uh, Jakowski Tart with a groin injury. Ben Garland with a calf injury. He's also likely headed to the IR. And now you, got, you guys got to remember, the IR is about minimum three weeks, and they can stay up there as long as they need, need be, whatever. But I always look at that three-week window and say they're gonna take three weeks to come back. But we got players that were on there in a the three-week window like Richard Sherman who needed more time and still needed more time. And we still don't know if he's playing this week. Um, and then also Trent Williams left with a hand injury, but he did return to the game. That was scary when I saw him grabbing his head because you guys know he's had the surgery and I was just saying, no, God, not, not, not Trent. You know, <laughs> not Trent Williams, not right now, not another injury, but Donnie, this team stays injured, man. I know you want to say something about that.
1: Bro, I, I, it's hard to say anything about it, man. It's like we have still the most injured players in the NFL. We're at what,
0: 19 now? <laughs> 19. I, I stopped counting that 13, bro. <laughs> I stopped counting that 13, oh, man. Right. Something's got to give, man you you know, uh, I mean, is it the training staff? Uh, you know what I think it is, and this is my conspiracy. I, I you know, and i'm gonna I'm not gonna shed a lot on this whole conspiracy, but I think that a lot of players in the NFL like to be faster, leaner. and I think when they go on these, you know, I think certain positions are allowed to do that like quarterbacks. You know, remember back in the day, Donnie, quarterbacks weren't cut up. They just looked like regular smojo's off <laughs> out of, you know, out of the shop or somewhere and they came, but they had a good arm, right? But they weren't like built. And then now now a lot of quarterbacks got muscles and all this type of stuff, man, and they get these injuries, man. And I just think that our guys are probably on that lean, mean machine and they might just be missing some muscle mass or something. Something is causing a lot of these injuries, man. And these high ankle sprains are really starting to get on my nerves.
1: You gotta factor in, too, man, that uh, the Bay Area uh, you know, this is gonna be a little controversial me saying this, but come on, you guys already know, it's Mr. Sensitivity. Uh, It's (laughs) probably the most paranoid spot in the world when it came to COVID and all the 49ers, like the entire team got less practicing. They got everything did started later than everybody else in the NFL. Then we had the fires, you know what I mean? So I'm sure practicing and that was fun. And the, uh, yeah, Anthony's like, yeah, well, the air out here was like smoke. They said it was like smoking two packs a day when it was, uh, when the fires were going on. So, it's it's a lot of that, man. If you're not working out, you're not stretching your muscles consistent uh, consistently, you're injury prone straight up and these about to do nothing.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. That's so. the nitty-gritty injury report for the 49ers and uh <laughs> I'm sure we'll find out later on in the week what's going on. I am I'm, I'm looking for the best, man. I I'm, I'm thinking most is going to be just all he's going to be all right. I'm hoping he doesn't head to the IR. The bright side is we saw a running back come into the game in the third, fourth quarter, excuse me, in the fourth quarter named Jermichael Hasty. This is an undrafted uh, free agent rookie. And he came in the game and he was definitely a change of pace back from what Jarek McKinnon was doing. And then if you watch Jarek McKinnon, bro, it looked like his speed, well, excuse me, his burst is gone. Like his burst is gone. So having this kid come in the game, like, really was a breath of fresh air. And I know last week I was trashing, thrashing, bashing Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala for not making adjustments. (laughs) And when he saw that this game might be slippy-slipping, he made that adjustment. He said, look, Jarek, you only got like 18 yards. We appreciate you, brother. Buying gold to young kid because they don't know who he is or whatever, and he he just he got some bursts. So having bursts, being able to shift in there, this is gonna be interesting going forward. I wonder, Donnie, when we get uh, when we get our boy Tico Raw back. I wonder if this is the week we get Tevin Coleman back. If so, I like it because now Tevin Coleman, who always has been my favorite, why? Because he is the guy to set up. You set up the offense. He sets up the run. He sets up. He makes the defense tired when, I'm telling you, when when Mostert comes in the game, he's able to get through the hole so fast. And it's probably because Tico Raw is already taking the ground and the pound. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm hoping he comes back. I know, Symmetry. Like, we're trying to figure out when Tico coming back. And we haven't heard it from this fella for for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's too cold. Yo, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. Look. I, you, we got we got plenty of viewers. I love it, but if all of y'all could just hit that like button one time, maybe two times, that would be so cool. You know, me and D- Donnie and I truly appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But none of us has heard anything about T Corral, Donnie, and you know that means we we're gonna get Hasty, we're gonna get McKinnon, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Now, me personally, I like to see Hasty start. That's like just on me. Hasty start. What'd you think? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I liked what I saw yesterday. I mean, you guys got what you wanted. You guys have been saying for you know for a couple of weeks now. Where's Hasty? Where's Hasty? When are we gonna see Hasty? We saw him last night, <laughs> and and uh, that worked. So I, yeah, I definitely say start him. Um, and uh, I mean, we're gonna be all over the place. Can I just say, man? If there was a a painting uh, of tonight's game, it would be Jimmy Garoppolo in the center. Holding the football like Jesus was holding the bread in the Last Supper, all of his receivers and tight ends on either side of it because he distributed he distributed that ball everywhere last night. Beautiful. Yeah, he was definitely,
0: sp- definitely yeah. spreading the ball around, Donnie. And it looked like, you know, it's funny you use that example or that analogy. And I got Jimmy G more like the Picasso. Like he was just splashing paint all over the joint. And then it was turned... I mean, because in the first half, Jimmy G was lights out. This dude was like 14 for 16. He was balling. It wasn't to the end of the first half where they were trying to put more points up on the-, on the board with not much time. And then you saw a lot of incomplete passes. And, you know, it just got a little bit different for Jimmy. And in the second half, bro, we definitely going to get into that joint. But let's just talk a little bit about some of these stats, man. I got some team stats that I want to pull up. You know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> We got the nitty gritty stats popping, you know? Everything is nitty gritty right now, and, I, and I'm loving it, you know what I mean? But yeah, I got some team stats that I definitely want to pull up, man. And you know, 49ers led pretty much on everything, including penalties. So they led just about everything from the score, time of possession, for first downs, bro. We had seven more first downs than the Rams. The Rams had 17, the 49ers had 24. Check this out, Donnie. You're going to speak on this because you're, you're going to love this because you love Jimmy G just as much as I do, but you really love this guy. The Rams had nine passing first mm-hmm. downs, and the 49ers had 16 passing first downs. 16, bro. I know you got something to say about that, brother. I know.
1: I, I mean, i have sections all day. You know, there was somebody last night on, uh, on Nothing But Niners... Posted this this thing uh, saying, why is Jimmy, like, this is after the game, too. He's like, why is Jimmy uh, overthrowing his receivers and this and that? And here's my problem with that whole thing is, yes, he underthrew some receivers last night, but he didn't overthrow anybody. So this guy clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. And I think that represents all the Jimmy hate right there. And then I click on his page and he looks like he works at, like, Google or, like, not even Google, maybe, like, Facebook because they didn't like him at Google. But, you know, all these little beta males that moved into the Bay Area are are making our team look bad. Jimmy Garoppolo just sunned you guys last night. Shut up. Leave the man alone. You get a high ankle sprain and then go out and try to do what he does. Like, seriously, come on, man. And then you guys forget, too, that day he sprained that ankle, he still balled out, injured right after the injury. So what happened last week was, I mean, think about it, man. You are a, you are one of the highest-paid players in the league, not just quarterbacks, players. Think of the pressure that is put on you. If you get injured again, that could change the whole dynamic of your career. People are gonna say, oh, he's injury-prone. This week, he didn't want to go down for the count for another three or four weeks. So you know, obviously he was nervous. That's a different kind of pressure. Leave my man alone. He showed you guys what's up last night. He came out, he did what he did. Um I feel like if his receivers uh you know got their hands a little stickier last night then we would have had some some even bigger stats for Jimmy. But oh yeah. There's what no it doubt. is. Love those we guys get too. To We're that. Not gonna blame. Him. No. Yeah.
0: We we definitely going to get to that, bro. You you spot on. But I, I got to make one correction though cuz he did overthrow a couple of receivers. Hit the Brandon Ayuk joint which was pass interference, by the way. Uh, That was an overthrow or just a not-near-him throw. I don't know what you want to call that type of throw. It just wasn't there, but I loved it. I loved it. I I absolutely loved the fact that Jimmy G dropped back. Let me pull my mic away because I feel like getting loud. I love the fact that Jimmy G dropped back and just threw the ball all the way down the field. Now, I think that was pass interference. On Brandon Ayuk, but it was blazing. And then he definitely had an overthrow to Jermichael Hasty. I, I think those were the two that I definitely can remember off the top of my head. But that overthrow was that, like, you know, it was his check down. And he just threw a dart. And it, I don't know if Jermichael Hasty knew it was coming that fast, but he wasn't able to get it. So it was an overthrow.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what I was gonna say. Um, uh, so that thing with Ayuk, I, I mean. Jimmy will overthrow receivers when he sees penalty. Too. You got to remember that. Um, if, because I thought it was pass interference too. So, um, Jimmy's very good at spotting that and he, he will throw the ball in that direction to, to, to get the penalty, to get the flag. So, you know, maybe that wasn't the case last night. Maybe it was. Who knows? But, but as far as, I think there was a little misread there or something. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, he overthrows receivers all the time man um somebody was saying i forget who it was because i get so mad at these these uh these these sports talk shows somebody last week was like okay so when are we gonna stop making excuses for jimmy garoppolo and i'm like wait a minute this ain't a niners fan talk, and this nfl commentator dude okay so this is my thing this is why i'm telling you the nfl hates the 49ers when are we gonna stop making excuses for jimmy garoppolo about the same time y'all stopped making excuses about uh, Tony Romo, which was never. His entire career, you guys talked about how he was an elite quarterback, made excuses for him, made excuses for him. But let me tell you something. Um, my quarterback has been in more Super Bowls than Tony Romo has been in playoff games. One play, sorry. So...
0: And I do want to make one more correction. He did have one more overthrow, the overthrow to Juice. I don't know how I forgot about that one. That one looked weird because I got to go back and like watch all 22 because on one instance, I feel like he has pressure in his face. And then on another instance, I feel like he just rushed the throw. So I got to go back and rewatch that. Those were good. Those were going to be definitely catchable balls because Juice was wide open on that play as well. But Donnie, you know what? I'm with you, bro. Y'all, man, listen, y'all lucky this a PG show. Y'all gotta chill. Real talk. Like, real talk. Niner, real, real Niner talk. Y'all gotta chill, man. Like, this dude, Jimmy, brought y'all to the Super Bowl. You cannot sit here and throw this guy under the bus every time he don't complete every freaking pass. Like, I legit just want to come and smack the Koofy off you. Like, y'all gotta chill on that. Like, I've wa- Aaron Rodgers was trash yesterday. I don't hear not one Green Bay Packers fan talking smack about Aaron Rodgers. I get it. He got a Super Bowl ring. But nobody talking smack. Tom Brady throw five interceptions in the game. Ain't nobody talking smack about Tom Brady. I get it. He like the baby goat. I ain't gonna call him the goat. Y'all gonna kick me off my own show. All I'm saying is, we gotta chill, bro. This guy's going out there whether he's injured or not, he's going out there commanding his chiefs. And shout out to the offensive line. David, I just read your comment. I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to read it anyway because I didn't see that happen. But my man David Yang says, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? He said Trent Williams also has an ankle injury, and he may be out next week. So he, he did go down. He went down grabbing his head. Bada, bada 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 bang, whatever, whatever. He gets up, and then all of a sudden, now he might have an ankle injury. But the good news was he was able to finish the game. I, speaking to Trent Williams, Donnie, the offensive line was superb. It was superb. Here's how much I love the offensive line play. Matter of fact, I think I'm 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 an evil jinx. I promise you. Yesterday I said a couple of things, and I sw- I pr- on. All my life, my kids, I promise you they came to pass, bro. I'm not saying anything about anything, anything ever again. I said something about Tart, and all of a sudden he had a groin injury. I said something about Trent Williams, how he played really well, and y'all better not talk smack. He went down three plays later grabbing his head. I don't know what the power of these words are, all I know is from now on, Donnie, my mouth is sealed and I'm keeping it on Twitter. I'm done. I'm not saying nothing ever again. And that was a double negative, but I'm not saying anything ever again about our players unless it's positive stuff because wait, wait a minute. It was positive. I said Trent Williams was having a blazing game and then bam, he get hit in the head. So I don't know if that was me. Mm-hmm. If it was, so my me- bad,
1: job. Uh, Today, when we get into the defense, let me uh, the the Jason Verrett then because we can't have you jinxing that man right there.
0: I'm not even, yo, you can handle everything from the rest of the show, bro. I just (laughs) (laughs) like, like this, yeah, I don't know what the freak happened, but I promise you, I talked those guys up. You know, the pregame show, we did another banana show, we mentioned something about. Uh, they broke the news of something about Tart, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be fine, yo." He comes out, he plays a rather decent game, and then I say something good about him, and next thing you know, he's out with the groin, and then that's when stuff started happening on defense. And as you know, when Raheem Mostert went out, stuff started happening on offense. So let's just get right into this. Uh, you know, let's let's watch. How about we do this? How about we break down Jimmy Garoppolo's three TDs? Let's do that. Let's celebrate the three TDs, and then we'll break down the second half. Because the last time we scored was at the end of the first half. <laughs> so let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Before we break yeah. down these joints, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo finished 23 for 33. I, those 10 of those passes, I would say seven, six, six of them should have been caught. Six of those 10 that he missed. 268 yards, three TDs. Look at the ratings, y'all. with a quarterback with a rating of 124.3. You want to talk about night and day? You want to talk about, like, going from worst to, like, first? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You shut up. You get up on the field. And, you know, as 49er fans, D, I felt like we could not wait for this game. Right? Can you imagine how the players felt? (laughs) Like, oh, man, we got blown out by a sucky team on national TV. Yo, we got to come out here next week and just put up and shut up. They started the game off, like, hard. Like, they started the game. Matter of fact, they ran, what, 10 plays and got a touchdown? Like, they started the game off hard. No penalties on that first drive, too, by the way. And speaking of that first drive, let's go ahead and get into the first touchdown score. Like that, that was the first time, Donnie, we heard that foghorn. You know what I'm saying? And as a 49er fan, it was rough because I felt like we didn't hear it consistently the previous week against the Dolphins. But to be able to score first with our, on our drive, on our first drive, we got to receive the ball first and be able to score first. How did that make you feel? Like, like, what was your emotions after that first touchdown? Were you cool, calm and collected? Like, yo, we got work to do. We got more business to handle. Or was you like, yeah, let's go. What was your reaction? You know what, man? Uh, actually, let's not just the touchdown,
1: but that whole first drive was so flawless. Okay, there weren't, Um, I don't think he us on that first drive. I don't think, I don't think we lost yardage at all if I remember right. Um, but just watching that first drive, I just remember us getting in the end zone, hearing that horn, and I'm like, okay, we're back. We're back. You know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't overly cocky about it, but I was like, yeah, that's us. That looks like the 49ers. We're starting to look like we did, you know what I mean, six months ago. So, or eight months ago, something like that.
0: It was definitely a breath of fresh air. And you know, this Kyle is running the ball. Like, I, whether it's with running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Yo, I asked Kyle Shanahan for three things. I sent him a text message. He responded to my text message. He didn't hit me back, but he obviously responded on national TV to my text message. And I said, Kyle, look, I know I'm not a coach. I'm not a shot caller. I'm not a play caller, but I'm a shot caller, bro. I could get you some bread. That's what I know how to do. I'm a hustler, baby. But... I said, Kyle, you gotta do this, man. You gotta start setting up some screens and get Jimmy into a rhythm. And that's how Jimmy played last night. We were watching dinks and dunks. Um, He didn't throw the ball down the field, probably to like the end of the first, first half. Or maybe even in the second half. We didn't start seeing yeah. the ball drop down the field. I'm telling you, bro, it's all a setup. Kyle, know what he was doing, it was I, it, it it was all about beating Sean McVay. That, that's what it was. I, people don't want to keep it 100, but I'm going to keep it a buck. Kyle was not losing to Sean McVay. Mm-mm. It just wasn't happening. It just wasn't yeah. happening. And, and I'm going to say this. Jimmy G wasn't losing to the Rams. He 4-0, baby. Or is he 5-0? Yeah. 5-0. Can't remember. Out of 4-0, 5-0. Either yeah. way, he undefeated against this team.
1: Oh, yeah. We got the nickel now.
0: So It's, it's crazy. That's my and man been... Jimmy right there, man. It's, it's super crazy, man. So that yeah. was the first touchdown, Donnie. And I was like, yeah. Like, they on it. But then there was a second touchdown. And let me talk about how the second touchdown came about, all right? Donnie, I'm sure you remember because it was third and five, right? And they ran the ball with Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert got three yards on the jump It was fourth and two Now let me take it, rewind it just a little bit Before that third and five run Because it was sweet It was the end of the first quarter And then when we came back out from the TV timeout I don't know if it was the end of the first quarter All I know is it was a TV timeout When we came back from the TV timeout Kyle Shanahan calls a timeout I'm like, okay, there's got to be a method to this madness because we just wasted a timeout after coming back from a timeout. So I said, I guarantee you, yeah, if he doesn't get the first down on this third down, Kyle's going for it on fourth down. I didn't know what the play was. All I knew was Kyle was going to go for it on fourth down, depending on how many yards he got on the third down. We needed two yards on that fourth and two. Jimmy G... Jimmy. Jimmy looked at the line of scrimmage. He read the defense perfectly. Ask me how I know, Donnie. Ask me how I know, baby. How do I know? Tell us. Tell us. Drop it on him. Jimmy looked at the defense. He drops back. Hot route. Cover zero, baby. That means there was nobody in the DBs. Like like It was just going to be Kittle and one guy. Everybody was at the line of scrimmage. They was coming for the gusto. They balled out. They was gambling. They came. They saw. They failed. They didn't conquer because the 49ers conquered. And then we're going to pull this touchdown up real quick by my man. All right, man. So listen, we're going to show you guys this little George Kittle touchdown. It was super, super duper crazy. It was dope. It was dope. And they do. There's nothing like watching Jalen Ramsey trailing (laughs) and nowhere near to play. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's watching, man. Everybody that's tuned in, man. I appreciate it, man. We got some hearts. Make sure you guys hit that like button, please. Shout out to my man, Avery. appreciate you, brother. Swift D81, you in the building. Brian Edwards, I see you. Anthony, what's going on? How y'all doing? Miss Debbie, Peachy, Melissa. What's going on, Mariah? Cali, baby. Let's go. Listen, all I'm saying is that touchdown was pretty. It was so pretty That I switched my, I took my jersey off at that. I was like, oh, this this is a wrap. Like, it's about to go down. It's about to go all the way down. All the way down. Listen, shout out to my man, Avery. He got all his nursing staff watching this podcast right now at his job. Shout out to the nursing staff, baby. We appreciate y'all. Keep it nitty gritty. Yes, sir. So check this out, Donnie. You look back. You look ready. You look smooth. You ready? All right. So we we just watched the George Kittle touchdown. And George Kittle getting on the board, because we got to break George Kittle down, too. Because it was, it was some stuff we got to get to, you know. But that touchdown was dope. What was yeah. your reaction on the George Kittle touchdown?
1: Man. Another, that's another moment where it's like, oh, yeah, we're back. You got guys like, uh, because George Kittle, not even just a touchdown, man. All night, I mean, he dropped a few. But the dude is so physical, like, it's insane. And, I mean, we can say the same about Debo, too, with, like, you know, the sweeps and everything. But, man, George Kittle, Jimmy and Kittle, man, that's peanut butter and jelly right there. That's that's peanut.
0: spaghetti and matanad, man. Peanut butter and jelly. I love it, yo. And there was one more touchdown um, toward the end of the first uh, the first half, man. And uh, I see people talking about our, our guy Brandon Ayuk out there. Listen, I really love this kid. I just wish we utilized him more. I, I don't understand what the holdup is. He just looks like a wide receiver that you just say, yo, go run me this route. Go run a route. Get open. And I'll throw you the ball. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Now, on that pass that I thought was P.I., he was double covered, but I've, I was so happy Jimmy threw that pass. Uh, and he threw it to a place where no one else could get it, only the receiver. That means Jimmy's right. getting more confident in his long throws. But let's watch this touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk. Go. Aukin man, that kid is gonna be a problem if they start utilizing him in ways that they, he he gonna be a problem, bro. He's gonna be a problem, mm-hmm. man. I know you love Brandon Ayuk, man. We all did. Uh we, we were just excited to see what he was gonna do when he became a 49er with him, Debo, the wide receiver group is gonna definitely get on and popping like come toward the stretch what you about to go on is gauntlet right donny i know you want to get into the defense so i'm gonna let you go ahead and just kick off this defensive portion of the joint and then we're gonna open up the phone lines man because i know people want to call in. they got some stuff they want to get off their chest but uh great victory 24 16 1 by 8 i love it donny talk about the defense man what were your thoughts well, yeah, let's talk about the
1: defense and let's talk about the fact that yesterday, my prediction yet again on the score was the closest. Um, just playing. I ain't that cocky. Uh, but no, the defense is the reason why we were able to only score in the first half um, and, and go home with that or stay home with that win. You know what I mean? So, it's been a while since we've celebrated the defense, so let's just take a moment right now and just enjoy this. You know what I mean? Jason Verrett yesterday, I mean, come on, man. That dude is – he's ridiculous. But, I mean, that was obvious. You got guys like Fred Warner out there doing their thing, you know? I mean, uh, uh, of course, my man Ken Law. Um they just looked it just looked great it was it was it was a different defense than we've seen all year um somebody said last week that uh you know Shanahan's been getting away with uh you know a good playbook and bad players especially on our defense I think we proved that wrong yesterday so I think we have a really good defense I think it just took took a little bit of time for us to realize it
0: yeah, I agree, man. I totally agree. Shout out to Melissa, man. She be promoting this joint hard body, yo. Like, she be like, yo, y'all better watch this or I'm going to come to your neighborhood and I'm going to punch in the mouth. I love my Jersey connection. They be in the building, yo. They nitty gritty all the way. But she has a question. She says, yo, do we see Richie James getting a special team TD versus the Pat Hawks or, or the Packers? Um, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, Melissa. Nah, I don't think... He, he I, don't, I don't see him returning anything at this moment. I see him getting back into the groove of things, you know, and his first and foremost thing is to make sure he sh- secures the rock and tries to get the team into the best field position as possible. That does not mean he doesn't have the capability of returning one of those joints. I just don't see him doing it right away. I mean, it has to really go in his favor. I mean, we had a couple of special team bonehead uh, penalties yesterday, uh, but I don't see it going in his favor. Donnie, how do you feel about that? Do you see him returning, uh, 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 you know, a TD on one of those three teams we got up next?
1: No, I feel like I, I feel like what you said is on point because after watching yesterday, it was good to see him back, but he didn't really, he wasn't out to impress yesterday, clearly. So, I mean, I think right now he needs to just get back in the groove of things, kind of like the rest of the team's been doing. And, um, you know, the Packers and the Seahawks that those are going to be tough ones so yeah
0: yeah but I like our chances just like I liked our chances against this team so I'm not going to sit there and and, and bow out because I think the 49ers are going to come and show oh never you know what I mean? They're going to do what they got to do to get those wins. And I really think the 49ers play up to their competition, too. I, they play down to competition and they play up to competition just to keep it a buck. I, I, I just think that's how they get down. I don't understand why, but that's how they um they rock. But, God, man, you mentioned the player on defense that I wanted to show a clip of, man. And this pretty much it didn't seal the deal, but it definitely prevented the Rams from getting on the board earlier in there in that quarter. Earlier in the fourth quarter, it prevented them from getting on the board. So let's go ahead and show this clip real quick. I would say he was probably the defensive player of the game. Let's see what you got to say.
2: They're going for it on fourth and goal, and the pass will be intercepted in the end zone. Barrett, Jason Verrett was able to take it off and go right to the screen to celebrate.
0: Man, I ain't seen a team defense celebrate like that since Richard Sherman days with the Niners, baby. When they sat out there and they folded their hands and they did the picture, that junk looked so freaking pretty. I was like, yo. <laughs> Jason Verrett is probably, and Symmetry, don't, don't smack me, but I think he the best DB on this team, bro. Look, I love oh, yeah. Richard Sherman, but it's, it's they play a different defensive back. Richard Sherman plays it a little bit differently and I love everything that he brings but the way Verrett is able to cover excuse me I would say he's the best coverage DB best coverage yeah. DB Um, and and, and uh, Richard Sherman is still the best defensive player on the field when he plays uh, but I think that Verrett is definitely bet the best coverage DB. And I like what Anthony says. He says it's going to be a tough decision. Listen, Anthony, I feel like you have my notes or something. I only share my notes with two people, and I gave them to Donnie like 10 minutes before the show, so he didn't even have them. But tough decision when Sherm comes back. Or isn't it?
1: Is it a tough decision? But here, Here's the thing, though, man. You said it a couple of weeks ago. I said it with you. It's about that time to move Sherm to free safety. Like, to get the best out of him, I feel like that's the smart move. He wants to play three more years after this season, man. I feel like that's the smart move. You know, after his injury, I don't want to say he's slow. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, jump the gun like that, but he did slow down a bit. And when you you're you're a free safety, man, it's a lot easier to play zone than it is to play man to man when you know you got young receivers putting the skates on you, man. So it may not be that tough of a decision. I think even Richard Sherman knows what time it is. You know?
0: I don't know, Donnie. I don't know, babe. I mean, bro. I, I I I Richard Sherman is <laughs> there's no one better on that team at DB than Richard Sherman. Now, when we were talking about coverage, I like the way Verrett is able to move and get his hips around and locate the ball, and he's not there, and he's not your interception DB. He's the, he's the guy to keep up with the receiver or force the quarterback to have to either overthrow the ball or underthrow the ball because he's right there on coverage. And we see little, you know, tic-tac-y penalty calls every now and then, but they still not throwing the Richard Sherman side. So I'm, so And no. that's why you put him out there. Do I want to see Sherman convert to safety? Yes. When? Probably after the season. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mostly, believe it or not, balled out. I know he gave up the touchdown to a no-name person on the Rams or whatever, because I don't know his name. But, um, you know, he's still balled out. I, I thought his first game back was real decent. But if I gotta pick a defensive player from this game, bro, here's the guy I gotta go with. Mr. Law himself. Listen, yes, this dude sir. had eight tackles. I think he had one bad play. One bad play. One bad play. And I know y'all probably like, yo, you didn't give it to Fred Warner. Yo, Fred Warner gets it every week. Uh, The way Fred was moving to the ball yesterday, I was like, is there a linebacker in this game better than Fred? Is there? I know people say Bobby Wagner and and, and a couple of other guys. Uh, Really? Really? Nah. And I'm not saying that because I'm a homer. It's the way he attacks and not even attacks. It's the way he tracks the ball. Now he gambles sometimes and misses, but it's the way he tra- he he he, uh, he attracts the ball. Like I, he, I, it's a it's an innate thing. It's something that he has. But I reason why I picked Dre Greenlaw. He had one bad play, and let's see if you guys can remember that play. He was covering I want to say Everett or Higby. Either way, it was a tight end. How about that? Um, and the 49ers linebackers, bro. They struggle and play-action pass. Now, I think a lot of linebackers would. I think a lot of linebackers do. What Kyle Shanahan should do in practice is, is, is play more play-action pass just so that the linebackers can read the gosh-darn ball because always they were, those tight ends were getting open, and I saw them get burnt on one throw, at least one throw. I haven't watched the All-22 yet. It's not available. But I saw him get burnt on one throw, and I said to myself, ah, man, he's he's going back to, like, the beginning of his rookie season where he struggled in coverage. But then he made up for it. I mean, he was just out there all over the field, reading the D, securing tackles. Listen, Cali puts out something, and he says, the linebackers look better without Quan Alexander. Yeah, I said it. That's some nitty-gritty for you right there, baby. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if they look better. Here's why. I, f- I, I got these consp- I think I'm gonna do my own conspiracy theory show, bro, because I, I got conspiracy theories up the yin yang. I feel like players play different with different players, yo. Because I didn't hear Al Shair's name get called once last night. That doesn't mean he wasn't effective. But I do know oh, what he was on the field, I feel like there's a bunch of miscommunications. And I don't know if that's from Quan, the line, or whatever, but that's what makes Cali's point mad valid. Because mm. Quan not being there, you're not seeing the defense mess up. But then again, Cali, what makes that a little suspect is the fact that Jared Goff isn't a mobile quarterback. So you get what I'm saying? So it's weird. It's like, I don't know if they looked better, but golf is stationary. He'll run if he has to. Every other quarterback we played, if the containment broke down, it was a wrap. And it just seemed like the defensive end, and Quan Alexander, just didn't have their communication going properly. So I don't know if they looked better, but in this game, they definitely looked better without Quan. They did. I I can say that. I can agree with you on that. I don't know if that's the... The best move when we got to play certain quarterbacks and you need Quan because the last game Quan played in when he got hurt, that cat was all over the field. He didn't have not one mess up, not one blown coverage, not one mess up. So he was coming to his own until he got his high ankle sprain. A lot of high ankle sprains, bro. What is going on with the ankles? Any new ankles? What is going <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with these guys and their ankles, man. But, yeah, man, the defense definitely did their thing yesterday. And I want to open up the phone line. So I'm going to go ahead while you talk to them. I'm going to get the phone line ready. And if you guys uh, want me to call you, man, just send a text message to that number right there that's scrolling across your screen. Again, for those that are listening to us on the podcast, it's 475-549-7849. And I know you guys are going to be listening to us on the podcast, but you can still text that number and send your your, your shout-outs or whatever it is you want to do, and I'll respond mm-hmm. to you, all right? But Peachy, ma- just to
1: answer you real quick, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta answer Peachy on this one. Kiddo ain't going nowhere. I don't care what Bill, Belichick says. Kiddo ain't going nowhere. He's with us for at least the next five years and hopefully longer, so...
0: Oh, so uh, let, let me pull up her comment so I can know what the heck y'all are talking about, because I'm sitting here talking. Like, hey, Donnie, she asked Donnie. She ain't asked me, so she asked you. Do you think... uh Hey, Donnie, do you think with Bill Belichick praising kiddo, we all know what that means, that Kyle will be able to put together a good enough game plan without kiddo? You know, Donnie answered it. But can I touch it just a little bit, PG, just a little bit? Listen, there's only one guy we got to worry about on the Patriots. I'm just going to say it. And if you take that guy out of the game... I know their defense is good, but the defense has been getting trashed late, thrashed lately. And I'm talking about the best cornerback in the game, Stefan Gilmore. He's been getting blown out. Now, here's the thing. We don't have wide receivers that could probably run by him, or at least we don't try that. But I ain't, too, I ain't too worried about Bill Belichick in this game because they don't got that guy named Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. I think our linebackers are ready to hit camp. And if you want to talk about defense, let's talk about the defensive line because they are always stout. Now, they were getting gashed for big run plays in this game. They were. They were getting gashed for big run plays. You know, my man Mike, he, he mentioned something. He said something to me. He said, yo, I think DJ Jones is injured. And that's when they started. That's when they scored their first touchdown. They went and let us sub. And DJ Jones was out there and his hand was messed up or whatever or whatnot. I think that's why they started to gash us up on the ground. Plus, a little bit later in the game, they they continued to start to run the ball, which was a little bit weird. Um, But we still ain't give up 100 uh, 100 yards to a running back yet. 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 So say something. You can't. Because we still stopped the run with the D. Bam. That's right. No pause. No pause. We stopped the run with the D. Um, So it felt really good to watch the DBs be, you know, back there. Akello didn't play. Dante Pettis didn't play. Even Trent Taylor had a banging third down conversion, my guy. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. caught the ball. Let's. Less than the sticks. Looked at the dude. Turned around. Said, "I'm getting this first down." And got the uh-huh. first first. I was like, "Yo, Trent, trying to be on this team. He's trying to get in how he can fit in, baby. He's trying to get in how he can fit in." <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. So,
0: so it was it was awesome. But let's talk about the second half. Since no one is asking to call in, we'll just continue to read their comments right here. Let's talk about the second half, because the second half, it was like the tale of two cities, man. And it was definitely Silence of the Lambs, because they were silenced pretty much the whole daggone game. But then the second half started, and I'm not going front, Donnie. I started to get that butterfly from Silence of the Lambs in my tummy. I started to get the butterfly, bro. I started to say, oh, snap, what is going down? Two drives and we can't get nothing going? We can't even get field goals out of these drives?! What is going on? So the second half happened. He started to come back down to normal. Donnie, my question to you is this. Did Kyle Shanahan get old conservative on us in the second half?
1: Yep, absolutely he did. But you know what? I think the reason for that is you got to remember, too, um, Jimmy may be playing better. He's still not completely healed. It takes a while for a high ankle sprain to heal. So I think he put him on ice. That may have been the smart thing to do. May not have. But if our defense didn't show up, that wouldn't have happened. But they showed up. I mean, shout out to uh, Eric Armstead, uh, uh, Javon Kinlaw, all these guys. I mean, dude, Greenlaw, I didn't even get a chance to bring him. but You brought him up. Man, they showed up yesterday. I think that was that was him having faith in the defense. And when the, and by the time the Rams got one in the end zone, it was kind of null and void at that point. It it wasn't it wasn't pretty at all, so. Yeah. I was yeah, worried man. a little bit, but, man, our defense was looking hot,
0: so. Yeah, when, it, when the Rams scored that touchdown, it was still four minutes. It, it was a, a, probably a little bit, it was like 340, I think we got the ball back. And I said to myself, Kyle Shanahan better put the best goddamn four-minute offensive plan he's ever put together in life. Because if we lose this game, we don't close out on this game. There's nothing about I. I didn't mind losing that Miami game in that way. But I hate the games that we lost. And the reason why I hate the games that we lost is because we were winning in all those games. And we just couldn't close those games. It's like the Mets, man. They get in there, they put their relief pitching in there, and then, bam, they get knocked out of the park. And I'm saying to myself, God, why are we paying you? We pay you to relieve the pitchers. For some reason, the 49ers are struggling closing games. But not last night. Last night, they closed out, man. They closed out because their closer, Jimmy Garoppolo... And 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 Debo Samuel ended that game. They cut the head yeah. off the Rams, and it was definitely a great victory um, on last night, man. A couple of worries that I have for for you guys. A um, couple of things in my notes: the drop passes, the drop passes, the drop passes have to cease. Now I'm talking about drop passes. These weren't bad throws. Jimmy had a couple of bad throws, but then there was just some drop passes. And we're not talking yeah. about drop passes just from Kendrick Bourne, bro. We're talking about drop passes from the all-pro, pro bowl, highest paid tight end in the game. Them drop passes got to get dropped. I I you know, yo, let me what did I tweet yesterday? I said that this dude, all right, here it goes. This dude, George Kittle owe me 50 push-ups and and I think 15 laps 10 laps I think he had he had 3 drop passes I believe he owed me some push ups and, and and uh and uh Kendrick Bourne he owes some too cause he had a couple of drop passes but it's so yeah. crazy because they drop the ball and then they catch balls and then you just like stop playing with my emotions Smokey mhm yeah
1: it's uh it was frustrating to say the least uh And there were some, too, that were just, like you said, beautiful passes from Jimmy. I mean, he was squeezing them in between double coverage and right on the numbers, and they bounce off. I think one of them was to That was Kendrick Bourne, actually. Yeah. I think he squeezed it between two defenders. Now, it was a rocket, but, man, got to grab those, man. But, hey, Kendrick Bourne, you know, he did show up. He had some good plays yesterday. I mean, he's gotten in the end zone, what, once this year? I mean, come on. But we did it, man. We did that.
0: I think what made those so concerning or alarming to me, Donnie, is that they were on third downs. And if I read you these stats, these stats aren't good, bro. Five for 13. Now, the Rams were four for 12. But but five for 13, like, we have to be better on third down. We have to be better on third down. I'm going to say it one more time. We have to be better on third down. And it's, you know, George Kittle had, in the first quarter, it was a second down drop, which forced a third and long, which then we had to do an underneath throw. And what happens is when you drop passes like that, bro, when you drop short passes for first downs, what happens is you got to go back to the drawing board, bro. And when you go back to the drawing board, it's third down. Now, on third and long, defenses can play you however they freaking want. So they, they're probably going to bring it. Now they're forcing the quarterback to rush the throw. You dig what I'm saying? They, they're forcing you to rush it. And usually when you rush the throw, it's not going to be a good pass unless you and the wide receiver or the pass catcher is on the same route. Y'all, like, on the same page. It's almost got to be, like, predetermined. And that's what happens, man. Or you throw a check down or underneath throw for seven to eight yards and you, you underneath it and they don't make it to the sticks and then you got to punt. So those drop passes, they got to get fixed and get corrected, especially coming from George Kittle, who's supposed to be the all-time great tight end. I, like, you can't be dropping those passes. And you know what? I got the same goddamn standards for my man Kendrick Bourne and whoever else is supposed to catch a pass. You are paid to catch. On this team, you are paid to catch and block. You got to catch the ball. And then you were paid to catch, block, and get yak. That's what you do if you want to be on this 49ers team. So make sure hey. you you catch the ball.
1: Since we—I mean, I'm going to keep it a note, man, because that's what we do here. Kendrick Bourne, that's what he does. He drops balls. This is the same dude that followed Nitty Gritty Niners on Instagram and then stopped following us. I mean, come on, man. You're going to be the ball dropper until you follow us again. So, Get off
0: that. <laughs> You hear that? Listen, man. Kendrick Bourne, you my guy, man. Ever since we met, you've always been that dude. I'm always rooting for you. But catch the damn ball. All right. So— uh I got a couple of other notes before we go on and get up out of here, man. Listen. Oh, we got somebody. Melissa wants to call in, so we're gonna give her a call real quick. Uh one more thing. There the when 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 Tart went out, when Tart went out, you started to see the Rams be able to get some passes off. All right. So when Tart went out, you started to see that. And I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering about our depth. Now, I'm hoping when Melissa calls, matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and give her a call real quickity-quick. I'm hoping when she calls, she mentions a player she talked about a little bit earlier um, and, and Tavarius Moore because we're all wondering why he's not out there. Hello? Hey! Listen, you're on that nitty-gritty Niners Talk Show. What's going on? What's up, Breezy? Nothing much, nothing much. How you doing? I'm good. Just good? Uh, we just uh, beat the Rams. We beat a 4 one team, and you good? I Man, you're supposed to be breezy, cheesy, uh, excited. <laughs> I,
2: I was until I heard Mike last night, and then I kind of, like, messed up with my with uh. I got you on twitter i've been saying it on nitty gritty and i said it on MBN last night and that's kind of why i like got off of it because it's like the first time i could watch you guys know why i was really sick for the last few weeks with the weather changes here in new jersey mm-hmm. and the weeds the, the and shit and allergies and whatnot. so the thing with kittle is i'm not excusing him uh, it's not because he's a guy and I'm a, I'm a girl fan. It's not that bullshit that I've been getting. Mm-hmm. The thing with Kittle, and I, I think everybody's chance to forget this, is A, catching is still kind of new to him. He's only been in the league for a few years. And B, what's most important is he still has a torn labrum from last year that they just disclosed He'll catch, he'll build up somebody else with the touchdown, whatever it is,
0: George Kill will show up. That's how we gonna end it right there. He will show up. Thank you so much for calling in. Melissa, we're gonna get back to you. We're gonna talk about your stuff off the, on the air, all right? I mean, Peace out. Yo, she it isn't an excuse. You know, he does have a torn labrum. He does have some 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 leg injuries. Those passes were where he had to plant, pivot. Turn yo, that was kind of dope, bro. I didn't expect her to say that because it's, I just didn't expect it, but I did think it. I I, love girls from Jersey, man. I will say, I thought it, I funked it. I I said, I know he should catch these balls, but they were a little bit different. They were, they were, he it was almost identical to the two point conversion pass, whereas the Mm -hmm. two point conversion pass, I don't think he thought he was gonna get it. On that one, but this pass was almost identical to that. But at the end of the day, he has to catch that pass. Yeah. <laughs> he has to catch those balls. We see him catch high joints or whatever like that. You know, um, I'm not sure how much of those injuries are really affecting him. I'm sure they are, but he's out there. He's balling. He's the best player on the offense. He has to go out there and just be the best. Uh, and, and you're right, though, Melissa. And you guys are right out there. Listen, if you could show me. A wide receiver tight end that has no drops, I'll, I'll cash app you $100. Because even the GOAT has some drops. Mm-hmm. So, I- I'm going to leave it at that. All right. So, a couple of more points, man. Thank you so much for calling in, Melissa, too, by the way. We appreciate that. And we love to have you on the air. Uh, it was always a pleasure. A couple of more things, man. We're going to get up out of here, B. Yo, I'm, I'm concerned about the depth. I'm concerned about depth. And I'm now now I'm concerned about depth. I was already concerned about depth in the secondary, but now I'm concerned about depth in the safety position because guys, let's keep it a buck. Marcel Harris, and eh, eh, he was all right, but he still takes bad angles. And the only thing I can count on Marcel Harris is for him to lay, a, lay the boom. That's it, I know that. He lays the boom. He's like a Deshaun Golston, but he doesn't play the angles like Deshaun Golston, so he doesn't get the interceptions or whatever. Maybe we see Tavares more this week. Maybe we don't. I don't know. But again, guys, we got some injuries out there that we're going to address. I'm sure those injuries are going to come to the fruition over the next several days. I'm hoping some of these injuries go away. I'm hoping we get some guys back like Richard Sherman. Um, I'm hoping Richard Sherman comes back. For this Patriots game. Not that they have wide receivers that we gotta really worry about. That's the one thing we don't have to worry about. We do have Cyprian um, the Mac. I'm not sure if they call him up, but we definitely have him there. They picked Harris over Cyprian because I think Harris knew the system. Um, and Robert Sala is a believer in Harris. But when Harris got thrown out there in the fire yesterday, it just you need that that uh that that savvy vet play you know what I'm saying because the Rams wouldn't have scored they, they wouldn't have been able to march the ball down the field Donnie I, I truly believe that if you had a more veteran type player out there I still think Harris is learning the game that's, that's where mm-hmm. I'm with that I still think he's learning the game not bad he's just still learning the game man Donnie any final thoughts final words before we go on and get up out of here
1: man go Niners watch us shine it's coming I said it yesterday. This game was going to determine the rest of our season. We still got a tough schedule ahead of us, but we can overcome. They said it last year. They said last year that we wouldn't make it past first game in the playoffs. And what did we do? We did that. Okay. They said we wouldn't make it to the Super Bowl. What did we do? We did that. This is where we shine adversity and hate. That's where we shine. Let's get it done. Love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you for supporting us and everything. And thank you for calling in, Melissa. Breezy, you the best freaking dude in the world. Man, up, hit it's,
0: it's been real. Listen, Miss Debbie, yes, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. That is more than likely that they're going to go on the IR. For those that missed the beginning of the show, Mostert and Ben Garland are likely to be placed on the IR And, you know, I'm going to end the show on this high note, guys. Listen, we watched Taranis Grasu come into the game when Ben Garland went out with the calf injury, and he held his own. And... There was, a, there was one play, and I thought I had the clip. I was going to end the show with this play because we started the game with the Debo Samuel touchdown. But you know how we ended the game? With a Debo Samuel first down. There was something about this 49ers team, and if they have to play with their backs up against the wall every week to play like that, to perform the way they performed on last night, I'm with it. I'm with it. Does the show always feel short, Symmetry? You you guys just been spoiled by nothing but Niners, bro. I think you guys like the the two-and-a-half-hour format shows and all that good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I'm trying to keep it a buck. I'm trying to keep it to the 60-minute mark because my attention span is like five minutes. So y'all lost me at the beginning of the show. (laughs) But um, it does go by fast, man. I know it's a quick, it's a power hour, man. Look, I think like preachers, bro. I get in, I hit it, I quit it, man. I ain't got to preach all day, you know what I mean? But we definitely want to bring you that nitty-gritty stuff, man. So we brought to you guys, we brought you guys injuries. We brought you guys some statistics. We got to talk to you guys. It was all on and popping, man. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you guys, just like Donnie. Thank you so much for tuning in to that nitty-gritty Niner show. Make sure, one more time, one more time for your boy, smash that like button. Please smash that like button, guys. It'll go a long way for us, man. And again, follow us on Facebook at Nitty Gritty. Follow us on IG at Nitty Gritty Niners. And make sure you subscribe to the Nitty Gritty Niners channel. If you are subscribed to the Shoot the Breeze Pod TV channel, we appreciate it. But go ahead and subscribe to that Nitty Gritty Niners channel as well. We truly appreciate you guys. We about to get up out here, baby. Thank y'all so much for tuning in again. We'll see y'all next week. Oh, and ah, I like PG because... Peachy is going to be the guest chef for the 49ers on that Sizzling Sunday show. This Sizzling Sunday show coming up this Sunday at 9 a.m. So make sure you subscribe to that channel as well because she's gonna be cooking. And guess who's gonna be taking her on? The infamous. We about to get it popping, baby. We about to get it popping. All I know is New England. Food is about to win that battle. That's all I'm going to say. Not, not the team, just the food. Not the team, but the food. Because I will be rocking my Niners gear. Again, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, yo. We appreciate you, man. We love you. We out, y'all. Peace. We did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me alone. Hey. Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out so west, so west is Patina when this style, style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' Ninas in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty-gritty, it's that Ninas talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty-gritty, it's that is talk. Yeah. We outline players up the yeah. chalk. Nitty-gritty, this that nine is talk. you don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty-gritty, this that nine is talk. Not as talk. Nitty-gritty, this that night is talk.